Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the newly rebranded podcast, The Codependency Survival Guide. My name is Dante Hitt. Uh, my handles on social media are at the Backyard Buddha. If you want to give, go give me a follow and connect with me, shoot me a message. I put out tons of really, really powerful content on there to help you build self-love and overcome love addiction. And basically to, to transform the relationships you have, excuse me, the relationship, the relationship that you have with your negative emotions into a positive, empowering experience. So in this episode, we're actually going to dive into three tips to deal with narcissists. We're going to talk about what narcissism is, and we're going to talk a little bit about codependency and why it's so hard for codependents to break away from narcissists and people that, you know, treat you badly, treat you like shit. So, first off, what is codependency? Codependency is, if you're a codependent, you have, you are in a self-love deficit. You do not have the ability to give yourself love, so you start forming an addiction to love. And the most common form of love addiction is in relationships. Getting into a relationship with someone who can give you love. Now, it's not just as simple as that. Because we're trying to recreate our childhood dynamics, the way our parents treated us, other people we grew up with treated us, and because it's much more powerful of a hit, so to speak, and it's, it's very helpful to look at codependency as, as like having a drug addiction, like being addicted to, like being a full-blown alcoholic or addicted to hard drugs. Someone who rejects you, beats you down, is critical of you, getting that person's affection is a high unlike any other. If someone re is rejecting you, and then gives you love at some point, it's, it's, it's like better than heroin. It's like, or <laughs> if you want to say, it's like emotional heroin. So depending on how your parents treated you, you might have developed into a codependent or you might be, have a lot of codependent tendencies, traits, or you might have a lot of narcissistic traits. So some traits of a codependent is you're probably very, very empathic to the point where anyone who is feeling anything around you, they, they sort of collapse your frame, they collapse your world, they collapse your emotional bubble and infuse you with what they're feeling and their emotions and you mistake your own emotions to be their emotions. You t sort of take on the experience that they're having, which then leads you to a lot of people-pleasing type of behavior to try to and, and also, this is called fawning, which is the fourth fight-or-flight response. So you have fighting, you have running away, flight, you have freezing, and then you have fawning. Fawning is that people-pleasing behavior. It's trying to disarm and, and diffuse the people around you tension so that they feel good. And, be, and when they feel good, because you don't have any love, you don't have your, your, your emotional bubble is not up, your emotional shield, your barrier, your energy field isn't up, it's collapsed, 
if they're feeling good, then you can feel good. So part of like a codependence, you know, mission statement, so if you, if you will, is to try to get everyone around them to be in a perfect state of feeling good and happiness because then they can feel good. If someone around them is feeling bad, especially if they're upset with them, it's like torture, right? Um, let's see what else. It's hard for you to create boundaries because you experience a lot of shame and loneliness and pain yourself growing up in childhood and adolescence. So anytime someone is treating you badly, it's hard for you to actually have boundaries and, and say no. It's hard for you to walk away from that. Um, it's also very familiar to you to be treated badly because you were treated badly growing up. So it's very familiar. It's, ha it's hard to say no. It's hard to say I don't deserve this when it's the most familiar thing to you. It's all you've ever known. So some codependent traits. Some narcissistic traits are lack of empathy for how you're making the other person feel, your effect on them. The inability to admit that you're wrong. And being very manipulative. <clears throat> Trying to manipulate the other person to act, live, and be how you want them to be live by your standards for them and punishing them verbally, sometimes physically, if they don't meet up to your standards. Yes, there's some narcissistic red flags and some codependent red flags, okay? Now love addiction doesn't just stem, talk a little bit about this before we actually get into the nitty gritty tips. Love addiction doesn't, it's not exclusive to like relationships. You can be addicted to sex, cigarettes, alcohol, anything that allows you to distract yourself from the loneliness and pain that you're experiencing, anything that allows you to numb the loneliness and happiness that you're experiencing, anything that allows you to stuff it down or run away from, that would be a form of love addiction. You're addicted to things, it could be like an actual drug, it could be TV, it could be sleep. You're addicted to things that can give you that love, a false sense of love, right? Or, or external validation and approval. So getting that approval from people or getting rejected and then having them give you approval, which is even better. That is what you're seeking. So you can be addicted to everything, to money. Everything is a love addiction if we don't know how to love ourselves. If we know how to love ourselves when we're giving ourselves love, then all the things that we want will begin effortlessly kind of entering our life. We're not really attached to them. We don't hold them on a pedestal. This includes relationships. We are having boundaries. We feel good. We feel confident. We have a high self-esteem. Deserving respect is pretty commonplace. Uh, it becomes easier to say no. It becomes easier to have conversations. It becomes easier to stand up for yourself when you start igniting the fire of your self-worth self and start cultivating and nurturing a powerful level and sense of self-love. So let's get into three tips to deal with narcissists, okay? I grew up with a couple narcissists. I've encountered narcissists throughout my life. And being a codependent, it was extremely challenging for me to, mm, to be around them, right? I imagine you could relate to that if this kind of sounds like you, if what I've said so far is resonating. 
So number one, it's important to forgive them so you are not in a state of self-attack, blaming yourself, or blaming them and being angry at them. Those are one of the two ways we can kind of get triggered by narcissists. We either fall into a downward spiral with self-attack and blame. I'm not good enough. Shame. Oh, you know, feeling small. Who am I? Who am I to even? I can't believe I even stuck up for myself there. Or they're right. I, I am just bad. Or, uh, damn. You know, it's it's all my fault. I'm such a piece of shit. Or you might get angry at them and want to fight them, or beat them up, or yell at them, or argue with them. So you want to forgive them, so that the anger or the the shame unhappiness pain loneliness so you don't go in that direction now forgiveness does not mean you like how they're treating you all forgiveness means is number one I'm forgiving the behavior that you're exhibiting because I know that the unhappiness that you've experienced because your parents neglected you abused you abandoned you that's what's created this unhappiness so I know this is not you this is just the unhappiness as a result of having a very, very fucked up childhood and adolescence and not having the tools and support system and people to help you out of that. So I have extreme empathy for what you're going through and I love you and I forgive you. That doesn't mean I'm gonna keep, you know, being treated this way. <clears throat> that doesn't mean I'm not gonna draw boundaries, but it does mean that I forgive you and I'm not gonna, you know, blame myself because it's not my fault that you're treating me this way. And I'm not going to blame you because it's not your fault that you're treating me this way. So number one, forgiveness. That's the first tip. Huge. Number two. Okay. Number two. Number two tip to deal with narcissists. Realize that they are incapable of admitting that they are wrong. They will not do it under any fucking circumstances they refuse okay they will they will chew the cyanide pill and die before divulging the truth <laughs> they can't all right they can't face the fact that they are wrong and that they are actually hurting you because that would then make them come face to face with their deep unhappiness loneliness and self-hatred it would, it would then, it would mean then realizing that they have been treating so many people so shittily, including themselves, because the way you treat people is a direct reflection of how you treat yourself. There is so much pain, a fucking entire dam of pain, when they're lashing out at you viciously, when they're twisting all the words that, that you say against you, when they're doing everything possible, every, every, every fucking word, every step, every action, every emotion, every moment, turning everything against you to make you feel like you're doing something wrong, like you're the fucking problem, like you're such a piece of shit. That, there is so much fear and, and self-hatred and unhappiness behind that. So much intense unhappiness behind that. And for them to say, you're right, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I am wrong. I, that, was, that was horrible of me to do. That requires such such intense self-reflection, self-awareness, self-compassion, forgiveness, self-forgiveness, it's huge. So the number one practical tip, 
kind of going back a step, just to kind of recap, it's forgiving yourself and the other person. The number two practical step is more of a mindset shift. And that is realizing that you can't force them to have this rock bottom moment. They need to have a rock bottom moment where they come face to face with all that pain and happiness. And, you know, the, the effect of how they've been treating people and as a byproduct themselves, they have to have that breaking point. Something has to happen. You know, either someone treats them like that or something goes wrong or they just had enough pain, they've, they've suffered enough to now it's, it's cracked open their hearts and allowed a little bit of innocence, a little bit of vulnerability, a little bit of vulnerability, a little bit of love to flow outward and they can start their radical healing journey of transformation and self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, self-compassion. Okay, so you can't fix them. Don't try to argue with them. You're, never, you're not going to convince them that they're, that they're wrong. You're not going to make them see the light. It's impossible. That's something that has to happen for themselves. And then this leads us to tip number three to dealing with narcissists, which is you got to walk away and or create healthy boundaries to help keep them at a distance and mitigate your exposure to their toxic energy. Because you can't change them, like you have to break away. Now, maybe you don't have the courage to break away from your narcissistic relationship. Or maybe you're in a situation where you kind of have to deal with that for whatever reason. Or maybe they're roommates, maybe they're family, whatever. So, you want to start building the courage to say no. You want to start building the courage to stand up for yourself. How do you do that? you got to cultivate some self-love. You've got to acknowledge how well you're doing. You've got to celebrate yourself. In doing so, you will build some self-love. And the more you build self-love, the more you'll build the courage to not resonate with how they're treating you and your behavior. You'll, 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 build the self, you'll cultivate the self-awareness of like, wait a minute. This, this isn't how I, should, how I deserve to be treated. Like, fuck that. Like, no. And instead of it being like, oh, like you're freezing in place and shaking and being completely shut down, Instead, you'll be like, fuck that. Excuse you? <laughs> Don't talk to me that way. No. That's unacceptable. No. Like, no. I'm done. I'm going to walk away now. We can talk about this later. Like, like, any variation of that. Like, I'm not taking this. I'm down to talk to you. Like, yeah, let's have a conversation about it. But I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to fight. And I'm not going to act small and, and shut down. And be all fucking meek and shit. I don't deserve to be treated this way. If you want to have a discussion with me about this, we could both see the different sides from where we're both coming from and come to a mutual agreement or let's say compromise. All for it. That sounds exciting. Let's do it. Let's make a deal. You just want to make me feel like shit and make it as if it's all completely my fault and you don't want to own how you're behaving in this moment. Cool. Like, have fun with that, but I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm not going to deal with that. So, you know, figure, figure it out. <laughs> you got to cultivate self-love to be able to, to do that, to be able to get out of the gravity of their energy and to maintain your emotional bubble, your emotional energy field, so that any of their energy can't fucking fuck with you. It just bounces right off. Now, if you want some help cultivating self-love, and building the courage to say no and create healthy boundaries, 
then I encourage you to go to my Instagram, at the Backyard Buddha, tap the link in my bio, and join my free tribe. In my free tribe, which is a Facebook group, a private Facebook group, I have a seven-day free challenge. Seven-day free self-love challenge, showing you how to build self-love from A to Z. It's very, very powerful. Everyone is getting a lot of results from it. They're raving about it. They're doing the homework. They're doing the exercises. They're applying it to great effect. So I encourage you to go do that. You can also book a free call with me and get a little bit of one-on-one -on -one time. I can hear your situation, hear what you're going through, and then give you some clarity and some solutions to that. So there's a couple options for you. Keep focusing on filling your own cup because eventually you will have the power and courage to break away from the narcissist grip. Eventually, by celebrating yourself enough, acknowledging yourself enough, filling your own cup, you will feel worthy. You will feel good enough. You will feel that self-respect. You will have dignity, which will then make you fucking impervious to anything the narcissist does. And all of, all of their looks, all of their, wor their venomous words, emotions, little games, will just fizzle out. And you'll naturally move away from them, create more boundaries with them, and train them to respond how you'd like them to respond or cut them out of your life, okay? And even if you're in a situation where you have, like family members, right? Or like you have to, roommates, I don't know, like you have to put up with them. By filling your own cup, you will get to the point where you have the energy, inspiration, and ideas because, remember, when you're building self-love, okay, you're able to access what they call in spirituality, alignment. You start becoming aligned. When you're aligned, you're in the receiving mode. When you're in the receiving mode, you receive what? Inspiration, aka energy, but also great ideas. So regardless if the boundaries that you set don't work or you can't kick them out of your life, you can extra, extra, extriate yourself, extradite yourself. You can remove yourself from the equation with your newfound reservoir of energy and and mental clarity and, and great ideas and creativity and, and you know your your inner genius and brilliance and move just move like evolve like great you learned all, your, all the lessons from this from this level of your life you've learned from the narcissist you've grown you filled your own cup they're a nice catalyst to help you build and spark self-love but now you can move on okay so those are three tips to help you deal with narcissists and break free from love addiction and being addicted to their abuse. Um, and, and just some, like a final thought is, you know, you're not a victim. You're not powerless. You have all the power. Healing can be very challenging, but you can do it. It's a, day, it's a daily moment by moment choice. And you can break away from this no matter what the situation is, no matter how abusive it is, no matter how fucked up it is. You can build the self-love to free yourself from that situation, okay? I love you, I believe in you, I'm here for you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope it helped, sincerely. And enjoy the rest of your week. I'll see you in future episodes.